I'm pregnant. So <gasps> congratulations! I know my hips are just getting bigger to accommodate a child head coming out of me. Just the head? I have not been taking care of myself. No. <laughs> I'm back with that Tom and Ruben. Yeah, <laughs> there's water in my mouth. You could have waited. Yeah, hey, there's we're seventy percent water. Ruben. I can't see you because Tom's head is in the way. And I've got us. a big head. There's Bur- always water. Bless. Like this setup is great for video, but like when you're listening to the audio version of the podcast, what you don't hear is that we're all sitting in a you know a tiny row, mm-hmm. side on to each other, all facing in one direction. It's like you're sitting at a bar, mm-hmm. but. It's a- Way but it, smaller. It's like porn, though. Like, it on camera, it's like, wow, that's very sensual. Yeah, but if you mm-hmm. just listen to it, it's just like... <laughs> yeah, and they're like on... The guy's knee is on, like, a grill grate, mm-hmm. you know? And if everyone's on Apple boxes, you just don't see it. <laughs> yeah. So they look taller. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, like, tallness is very important for sexuality purposes. Mm-hmm. It's true. Well, you want to look long. Gotta get Strong. the striction friction on the striction. The, gotta get your the striction on. on. I gotta get the striction. I've gotta like choke you yeah. with my penis. <laughs> and not in your throat, around it. Right, right. Tom, what'd you get for lunch? I got Fat Matt's Barbecue. Ooh, oh. an Atlanta institution. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they make good everything. Generally, barbecue doesn't travel too well. But this looks like it's done pretty good. Yeah. Look at that. Whoa. That- in Porco Vision. <laughs> Isn't that messy pork sandwich uh, photogenic? I'm going to say it tastes better than it looks usually. And it smells better than it sounds. And we also got some classic Lay's potato chips. Mm, Classic. Uh, Lay's classico. Mm. Classico. I've got a shot glass of baked beans. Yeah, I, got, I got slaw and Ruben's got mm. potato salad. What year are these chips? Uh, it's seven. Mm. Does it matter? I mean, they've got... I, I'm so- actually distressed if it's, like, earlier than 2014. Yeah. It's like a, a fine, like, 1950. There are mm. so many preservatives in that. It doesn't matter. Very good. Is it? Mm-hmm. Good. Thanks, How Fat Matt. How did you put your slaw on your board? Yeah, I like to do my Carolina style. Put some slaw on mine. Hey, Birdie! No. Look at me. You made your dog look so sad. It's going to be a great podcast yelling at the dog. Here, let me take it away from her so we yeah. don't have to do that. <laughs> that sounds good. Jamming my... What are you jamming? ...body into this hole between you and the chair. We're, we're jamming, we're jamming, we're jamming, we're jamming, we're jamming, we're jamming. I hope you like jamming too. That's how that goes. Do you think there was a German man who hit on a woman? Like an American woman? And I that, hope you like jamming too. <laughs> I'm jamming, I'm jamming, I'm jamming, I'm jamming, I'm jamming. I hope you like... German too. I'm under the impression that Germans are smarter than that. I also... It seems like a very American move to run up to someone in a bar and be like, here's how I'm going to make you like me. Yeah. I'm German, I'm German, I'm German. <laughs> That's, I have a wiener, a wiener, a wiener, a wiener. <laughs> just to let a girl know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, that would be fun if you just walked up to someone and like, my penis, my penis, my penis, my penis. <laughs> just like, okay. But it, at that point it just sounds like it's to the tune of um, mm-hmm. that... Uh, it's like the world song from Animaniacs. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. My penis, my penis, my penis, my penis, my penis, my penis, my dick. And you get um, Rob Paulson to sing it. Yeah. <laughs> for you. I'm sure Rob Paulson would do it. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know what, you guys? <laughs> what, Tom? <laughs> what, Tom? Sometimes we do these things, these brown baggins, mm-hmm. and we're so lucky to get to have... You know, a, sh- a very successful show like this. So yeah. successful. Where we eat lunch with 
one another. We're I'm, nominated for three YouTube Emmys. That's right. I don't even know how we find the time to do it, honestly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But we do because we're friends. Because we mm-hmm. care and because we'd be letting you guys down if we didn't do it. You mm-hmm. the viewers. And listeners now. That's right. You the consumers. <laughs> you the sheep <laughs> that eat our grass of comedy. Mm-hmm. The paycheck. Enjoy our lee of... Uh, it, Entertainment, but you know one thing that this show doesn't bring in. What's that? Uh, the big bucks. Mm, no. You know what kind of show does bring in the big bucks? Game, game shows. shows. That's right. We got nice segue. Yeah, game mm-hmm. shows as today's topic. Mm-hmm. Hey, um, can I phone a friend? Yeah. yeah. Sure. Oh, hey. hello. Hey, that's a great segue. I did. <laughs> I totally agree. Cool. I'll tell Ed. Who was it, Tom? I sorry, I forgot. Okay. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> game shows, I, dude, I love. Game shows. Mm-hmm. They are some of the best watching. What kind of game shows are you into? Mm-hmm. Well, let me take you through my love of game shows. Okay. I like trivia based game shows. Mm-hmm. The obvious answer being Jeopardy. Yeah. Right? right. Good old fashioned, how much stuff do you know kind yeah. of TV show. And what's not to love about Alex Trebek? I know, he's just like a dad. He's so likable. He's so fair, and he's not like not trying to steal the show, mm-hmm. but when he does like. He'll get, like, a rap line, and he'll, like, say it with conviction. He'll give it a little oomph, yeah. And it's just like, ugh. He, he, and he knows it. Mm-hmm. He knows they're going to love it. But. but he's also a very terse dad. You know, mm-hmm. like, if you get an answer a little bit wrong, he'll just be like, oh, no, you're dumb. I'm sorry. How many times have you jorked off to, to Trebek? Uh, never, but... The way I Tom was describing it, it sounded I very... I love Alex Trebek. <laughs> uh, the best part of Delicious. Jeopardy, really, is the um, interviews after the first commercial break, where mm-hmm. the contestants mm-hmm. tell the worst version of a barely interesting story mm-hmm. yeah. for ten seconds. What's your go-to story? Mm-hmm. And it's like, one time, <laughs> I was at Mount Rushmore, and I thought Thomas Jefferson blinked from the mountain, <laughs> but he didn't. <laughs> it's always like, some friends... Uh, so, Allison, it says here that you once had a run-in with a police officer that went a little bit awry. Oh, yes, uh, some me and some friends were at a bar, and... I tripped and I, I spilled my Cosmopolitan all over an officer's shoe and, you know, he we cleaned it up and everyone was fine. <laughs> and then he bought me a drink because I'm white. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah, they're the worst stories. Just the dumbest. You know what I really like in, in Jeopardy? This mm. is so dumb. But what I really like in Jeopardy is like that half second pause after someone says the category mm-hmm. and the price. The half second pause when it's a daily double. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This is like nothing. Oh, that's great. Yeah, that is a tense moment. And then when someone does the true Daily Double, yeah. oh, so yep. baller. They're just like, everything. <laughs> what? Put it all on black, Trebek. It's like, we got this. I'm going to bone that dude. Mm-hmm. I've always wanted to be on Jeopardy. It's a lifelong dream of mine. But I have sort of like a nightmare scenario okay. when I'm on Jeopardy. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I think this happens to everyone sure. who goes on the show. You're rocking through, you're getting categories, you're getting answers, you're doing good. Let's say you're even ahead in the game by like $5,000 going into Final Jeopardy. Significant. And you're like, all right, I got this. Alex Trebek goes, and your Final Jeopardy category is 15th century English poets. And everyone's just like, shit. Right? Like Mm -hmm. there's, Mm -hmm. you just know you're going to lose instantly. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like I don't know anything about that. Mm Mm-hmm. What, do I bet zero? I'm ahead. Mm-hmm. But this but, other guy is going to say, you know... If he can bet up to your level, yeah. plus a dollar, oh he my wins. Gosh. And Final Jeopardy's like, 
How to please a woman, and you're just like, <laughs> <laughs> you shit yourself. Yeah, and Alex hears it. Yeah, and can smell it, and you're disqualified. And he says, "Sorry, that's the wrong answer." Yeah, but, but I didn't write anything. But it was the judges first. <laughs> Your shirt wasn't in the form of a question. <laughs> if it had gone up a little at the end, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. Well, thank you. I love uh, I love children's Jeopardy. Because wait, <laughs> first of all, I get to feel smart. <laughs> yeah, no, that's one hundred percent what it is. Like normal Jeopardy, like I can watch and I'm like, okay, yeah, I'm getting some of this. Like I'm having a good time. Mm-hmm. But kids Jeopardy, it's like you're hitting ninety percent on the board, and I'm just, I just love like feeling dominant over these like really smart kids, dude. There's nothing. There's there's something very satisfying about big dogging a kid. Yeah, it's awesome. <laughs> I think it's got big dogged. You know, because like they're like. Everyone loves me. Yeah. I'm so smart. People Mom. buy me toys and stuff, and it's for being me. My future's so bright. And I'm like, this is going to be the brightest spot in your entire life. It's all yeah. downhill from here. Okay, so Jeopardy's great, but also, like, there's there's great old classic game shows. Yeah. I like how sex, I like how sexist they used to be. But this, mm-hmm. I'll let you go. Like the newlywed game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was yeah. a great time to be like... All right, ladies, time to be cheeky about your husbands. And yeah. husbands, time to whine about how your wife doesn't cook well. <laughs> My favorite thing about game shows in that era was the constant use of the phrase, making whoopee. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. A great term for sex. Right. That nobody uses anymore. Right. Now it's just either making love or throat fuck. <laughs> yeah, fucking. <laughs> I feel like whoopee cushion ruined it. Uh-huh. Like once whoopee cushions came on the scene, is that what why they were named that originally? Well, making whoopee originally no. <laughs> All right. Have sex on this cushion to cover the farting sounds that are actually coming out of your bodies. Yeah. yeah. Well, so when they made whoopee cushions, when it's, people it's had a sex, suppressor for flatulent lovers. <laughs> when people used to have sex back in the day, it sounded like farts. Mm-hmm. So for us, we're like, oh, whoopee cushion, it's fart noises. But if you're from like the odds, you're just like, right. oh, these are sex noises. Oh. Because people's bodies were built differently? Yeah, because genetically, we were different. Oh. Uh, We hadn't evolved until the 80s. Into quiet fuckers? Yeah. (laughs) We used to be super loud, queefy fuckers. Sex just sounded like two two broken accordions banging together. Oh, dude, like, I mean, back in the day, men's dicks queefed, so... Mm -hmm. That all changed during the age of entitlement? Yeah, Mm -hmm. that's true. Otherwise known as the Reagan administration. (laughs) Clamping down on those finances. Yeah. Woo. Trading arms and fists. Something about trickle down. Okay, cool. Yeah. Probable cause. I don't know. Reagan, Thatcher, really put a kibosh on all of it. (laughs) So they had that, and then... I mean, there were, I'm trying to think. There were so many amazing game shows back in the day. There was Press Your Luck with uh, The Bird and The Whammies. The Whammies? Uh, no, no, I think, and I, I, how fun was that game to watch? I have no idea how that show worked, <laughs> except that all I wanted was a whammy to happen. Yeah, I was just sort of like waiting for someone's day to get ruined. Really- <laughs> yeah, even though everyone said no whammies, you were yeah. like, oh, whammies, come on. No come whammies, on. no whammies, no whammies, no whammies, no whammies. No whammy! No! And it was just this little, like, like Domino's Noid-looking dude that was mm-hmm. like, <laughs> and, like, exploded your wallet. Or whatever. Press Your Luck was one of the great quiz show scandals. There was a guy who figured mm-hmm. out how the board worked and gamed the system for an incredible amount of money. Oh, wow. And they had to let him keep it. Yeah. Um, just because he had won it correctly. But they eventually told him he couldn't play anymore because they figured out that he, you know, was just gaming the board. I used to, then they fixed it. I used to watch Bozo the Clown a lot. Like the Bozo the Clown show. Go on. Okay. Do you guys remember this? I, remember I don't sh- remember it as a game show. Me either. Well, like there's like there's like gamey show segments. But mm-hmm. I guess they're more like skill based uh, things you had to do. 
Um, it was the Summer Olympics. Well, it was, yeah, it was the Summer Olympics. Um, no, it, there's that thing where like they had to throw the ball in the bucket, and there's like eight buckets. Like in the, it was farther away from you. Like so, the first bucket you could just drop the ball. Yeah, in. no problem. These were like tiny kids. <laughs> okay. You're confusing game shows with shows where people play games. <laughs> They're the same. Is that not a game show, Ed? Yeah, that's a, definitively. It's a show with a game. Yeah. And there's just just these kids like dropping the ball in a bucket. Wait, so wait, wait. A lot of people like seven and eight were hard. Kids did not get it in the bucket in seven and eight most of the time. Mm. Just jumping back though, would that make like baseball a game show? Yeah, for sure. Okay. <laughs> oh, that's a baseball. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, it's, baseball is a game show. It's you know, it's on for a while. It's on TV. It's in prime time, and at the end, a bunch of people who don't deserve it get thousands and thousands yeah. of dollars. Yeah. People are trying to win a game. It's a mm-hmm. game show. Yeah. Uh, I just the best part was that Bozo the clown because there's like small children so they're nervous about like being on TV and mm-hmm. doing stuff mm-hmm. when they did the was that your was that your little kid scared of being on TV voice just then your little kid scared of being on television but so Bozo the clown was like this terrifying fucking clown uh, but when they did the ball throw thing he was always just like kind of right in their face like whenever you're ready you can do this whenever you're ready <laughs> like he would just say whenever you're ready. Over and over again. Just yeah. weird and unsettling. I gotta send you guys a link or something because it was terrifying and awesome. That is, uh, yeah, that sounds great. I'd love to see that. When, whenever you're ready. <laughs> right in your ear. Frightened children. <laughs> and they're like, okay. Yeah. And then game shows, I feel like, got really mean around the year 2000. Everything got mean in 2000. Yeah, like, yeah. We, we got Who Wants to Be a Millionaire? Yeah. Which was such a tease, right? Like, you could lose all your money in an instant for knowing one thing wrong, and they would stretch out this incredible dramatic tension. Uh-huh. Regis would just sit there and stare at you, basically being like, whenever you're ready to answer. Uh-huh. It would take like three episodes if someone did the whole thing. I think yeah. that was about three episodes long. But do you remember yeah. that one guy that won, and he didn't use any of his, uh, like, what lifeline he things used or whatever? His phone a friend to call at the very his dad. dad and be like, "I'm about to be a millionaire, Dad." Yeah, they, they asked the question. He goes, "He goes, I'd like to phone a friend. Who do you want to call? My dad." Hey, Dad, I just won a million dollars. And he answered the question. That was the yeah. most baller move. I think he was the first millionaire on the show. I remember that the question was about Richard Nixon being on Laugh-In. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, oh. There was another guy on the show, though, that did the, he pulled the same trick. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. He pulled the I'm about to win a million dollars and blew the question. <laughs> Uh, my favorite is like the because like under a grand they're all super easy and they usually like just rifle through those and when someone hits like I don't know three hundred four hundred and they get it completely wrong and you can tell Regis is like he can't tell them anything but he's yeah. like is that your final answer <laughs> yeah he just gives them this look like come on you idiot read my cues yeah. is that your final answer oh, like final final answer also, are you sure also known as the round shape. This <laughs> rhymes with purple. Um, C, square, final answer. Uh, okay. Are you sure? And the audience is like... <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Let's poll the audience. And they're just fucking with him by putting in square. Yeah. <laughs> uh, my favorite is when like you poll the audience and they're blatantly just grossly wrong. 25% oh, yeah. on every answer. Yeah. <laughs> just like, it's like 80% say it's this thing. You're like... They must know what they're talking about. That's well, quite a majority. And, and it's usually because, so like, everyone, like, everyone had heard of that one thing, mm-hmm. you know? So they're like, I think that's it. And that's the thing. Millionaire is not like Jeopardy. Because on Jeopardy... The, <laughs> they are different games. Yeah. No, but question-wise, uh, 
this isn't particularly hilarious, but on... Uh, <laughs> well, I'll make it. <laughs> well, on Jeopardy, um, there's a, a good rule of thumb to follow is that it's usually the most well-known or obvious answer to a question. Yes. So even if it's a little bit obscure, like, for example, mm-hmm. if anyone talks about, uh, you know, an Austrian scientist who lived in the 1900s, they're probably talking about Albert Einstein, mm-hmm. right? And you can just sort of pull these out. But yeah. Millionaire was a straight-up, yeah. hope-you-know-this fact kind of show. The moment you pass like 32 grand, a lot of the questions end up being like, what is the atomic weight yeah. of molybdenum? Yeah. You're like, ah, ah. Whenever you're ready. <laughs> Whatever. And then you're like, 50-50, and there's still like these arbitrary <laughs> weights. like, I don't know why. <laughs> now I'm flipping a coin instead of rolling a die. <laughs> really helped myself. Um... Then there was the weakest link, which was even meaner. Uh, the we- oh, yeah, because they're literally. She's literally telling people, "You're an idiot. Yeah. You're the weakest link." Which is why they got like a very stern British woman to yeah. do it. Like she can get away with British it. Woman. Yeah, yeah. It was either that or like that surly like grandma from the kitchen at like a barbecue restaurant. She's like, "Y'all the weakest link. Goodbye." <laughs> uh, you know, and I think about it, I haven't looked, but there's got there's got to be a weird like. Porn drawings of that lady. Oh, weakest, weakest link. link bondage, like because she's because yeah. she's like she was so domineering. Like there had to be people there just like. Mm-hmm. Oh, she had that coat. Oh, I'm thinking yeah. about it now. Yeah. <laughs> Look at she's from the Matrix. Mm. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> that long like preacher collar coat. Ugh. You're just sitting there yelling bank every ten seconds. That was you could tell people would get really mad during the weakest link because the rules were you'd go around the circle and answer trivia questions and each question you stacked up mm-hmm. would earn exponential money. So it'd be like, you'd have $100, then 200 then 400 then 800 But you don't have it until you bank. You don't have it until somebody banks it. But if you bank every single turn, the whole round would only make the team like $800 yeah. when it could have made them, I don't know, 4000 So whenever people were banking really hard, the whole team, you could see them just looking at them like, you idiot. You fucking cheap ass. <laughs> yeah. No risk. Look, we don't all have... <laughs> crappy jobs we need more and it is weird like if there's like the the like socioeconomic spread of a team on that show is very different so someone who's like making pretty good money is just like, like i don't need this i never go to bank like, <laughs> meanwhile one guy's like this is my rent for six months <laughs> yeah <laughs> i have to win this that was something i was thinking about like game show prizes mm-hmm. they sound like a lot but they're not how, how heavily are they taxed very like 25 percent or something it's like very that? He- it's because well, it's income it's not just They're income, it's also... Winnings is taxed different than income. Yeah, it's a oh, windfall. It? So, but, you know, it's like, you just won $10,000 on Fear Factor, and it's like, that's that's like, I could have eaten a box of horse cocks on Fear Factor, or I could have been a receptionist for like six weeks. Yeah. It's true. I also like the... Uh... Like that's a pricey receptionist. Yeah, I'm talking about like a nice loft. Yeah, oh, okay, like a nice sloth. Or, yeah, yeah, like, a sloth. <laughs> like they sell really. I mean, good ten, cabbage. ten yeah. grand if you if you let's say you make even like thirty five grand a year, which after taxes that's like probably three to four so months like, work for yeah. like your average. Person. Three month three months work or eat these horse balls. Yeah. I do horse, horse balls. balls. Yeah, it's just a bonus at that point. Also, man. like I've been like really, really like trying to watch like uh, what I take in food wise. Protein, uh, protein. Yeah, just balls, yeah. balls of protein. <laughs> great balls of protein. <laughs> good, go- good golly, Miss uh, uh, Managed Horsey. Mismanaged time. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> time. Uh, I also like like the 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 game shows that are. 
the takeaway, any sort of like real advantage, whether it's socioeconomic or uh, intelligence, mm-hmm. like the price is right. Pretty much anyone can play and succeed in The Price is Right. Ooh, but is that true? Because the whole point of The Price is Right is knowing what things cost. I think most people can do that. Yeah, because sometimes if you're poor, you still longingly look at things yeah. in catalogs. Actually, but, like, see what they cost. Like, like remember, that, remember that cartoon where that one, that wolf was really hungry? Mm-hmm. And he like was looking through his catalog, of, and he saw like a picture of steak and... I mean, that's like, nope. no, <laughs> no, that's a bad example. But that, that's what, like, when I was a kid, that's what I did. Like, every time, like, the Toys R Us, like, mm-hmm. like a Christmas catalog came mm-hmm. in, I knew exactly how much everything cost because I was like, one day, one day I will. This have is how it. much I'll have to save. Like, one day. That's why your apartment now is just knee deep in Kenner Adat walkers. It, it's true. That's why I buy so much of useless, like, useless t- like kid bullshit now. So I'm like, I have the money for it now. You've just had a breakthrough, Ruben. The toys are... <laughs> God, this is why I have so much useless shit. Uh, just to take it back for a second, Ed, are you saying that if you were at work and your boss came by... <laughs> With a bucket of horse balls. Bucket of horse balls. Not even a bucket. Like a plate. So we're saying, like, maybe six horse balls. Okay. Like, is it a nicely garnished plate or is it just like... Yeah, there's yeah, a no, spring of it's parsley. Like, it's, it, it looks, I mean, it doesn't look great because it's horse balls, but, like, they're properly cooked and everything. I've never seen horse balls, and like, he goes, cooked, I mean, so I don't know. I haven't either. They're big. They might look good, though. Uh, no. But, so, he puts it in front of you <laughs> and goes, Ed. If you eat this. Uh, would you like three months vacation with pay, eat these horse balls? Would oh, you s- man, for time off, instantly. It was the same thing. It's the exact same thing. No, because that's I'm. That's your ten grand. But I'm also getting time, which is precious. Time is money. But that's the same. So, like, if you won that ten grand for eating all those horse balls, the that's quest- your three months off right, right there. That's the, all that time. The time question is, is money. would he give me... I, I'd say if he gives me a $10,000 bonus, it's different. Because time off with pay is worth so much more than just money. If I ate a bunch of horse balls, I'd quit my job. <laughs> <laughs> and go into full-time horse, horse ball eating. Balls. I'd be a competitive horse ball eater. <laughs> And then um, I'd be like, get hooked on drugs, and then like you'd find me like in the back of a Motel Six, shooting up horse balls. Like, yeah, it's, it's like, like a Motel Two, though. It's not even <laughs> it's a Motel Six. But we'd be like, dude, the drug problem like isn't your rock bottom. Like that, this is actually a step up from the horse balls. <laughs> yeah, it's like yeah, you see horse balls, but now I'm shooting heroin, so, so like I'm better. on the next swing. Yeah. <laughs> Life's finally turning around for old Ruben. Uh, I ate that one one horse ball and was chasing Secretariat from then on. <laughs> I think that on the price is right. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> the poor would have an advantage, in fact. Ooh. Uh, because a, a really rich person might have no concept of what things right. cost. Oh, yeah. They'd be like, all right, how much for this Kenmore dishwasher? Or not even, like, how much for this pack of Red Hots? They're like, I don't know, $30? <laughs> yeah, because like, they shop at those stores where it's like, if you even need to ask for the price tag, you can't afford it. Mm-hmm. So, like, that's how they live. Whereas, like, someone else is like, I have to know the price of mm-hmm. everything. Yeah, because I have to budget. Yeah. That, that is true. When like, when we were at Emory uh, during college, I was blown away at how often kids just didn't know. It's like, yeah, I bought this thing. It was, like, $800. And I was like, but what? What? It, that's like a, it doesn't cost anything. Like, McDonald's hamburger. What's that? $20 bill? There you go. There you go. Keep, yeah, no, keep it. <laughs> what is that? A $20 bill? Uh, here's 50 bucks <laughs> I don't have change so here's a 50 <laughs> can't be bothered but we we give you change nope I'm already leaving <laughs> bye <laughs> I got things to do I'm on the prices right in half an hour <laughs> I'm doing terribly or there's there's also in the prices right there's the guy mm-hmm. and we've all seen the guy 
who, after all the bids are in, one dollar. Oh, it's the best dick so move. It is such, cocky. It is such well, a good dick move. One dollar and uh, 801. Yeah, or yeah. 800. And uh, what about you, Jim? 801. Yeah. <laughs> and you're just like, suck my dick. That look, that's a big dog move right there. Yeah. Yeah. That's like a in a really petty move. way. Yeah. That must be, that's like you're trying to make an enemy. Yeah. Yeah. That's why if you win, you don't go to the prices right to make friends, Tom. <laughs> no, man. <laughs> I wonder how many parking lot fights have occurred because someone 801 someone. 801, you motherfucker. <laughs> he like pulls up in his brand new Chrysler Baron that he just won. Yeah. That he just paid 25 grand in taxes on backstage. And that old lady is just waiting there, just fucking wrecks him with yeah. a wrench. Yeah. You 801 motherfucker. And her and everyone else in the matching t-shirts beat the shit out of him. Yeah. yeah. All their t-shirts say, happy birthday, grandma. <laughs> <laughs> Beautiful family photo. Okay, remember that time we almost killed the man outside of like the, in a lot in Burbank, California. <laughs> yes, honey, I do. Like on her deathbed. Yeah. <laughs> that was the greatest day of my life. I should have bet. Eight hundred two dies, and then she's like, "Sweet chariot, come on down." <laughs> what if you? Yeah. What and if you get to heaven away. and heaven is just a game show, and if you lose, you go to hell. Oh, that's awesome. Bob Barker's there. Yeah, he's dead. Yeah, No, he's the devil now. Oh, cool. <laughs> what? Before? Oh. He spayed and neutered all those pets. That's right. He was he's, tra- he's, so Ruben could eat their balls. <laughs> <laughs> he spayed and neuters you when you go to heaven. That's good. Dude, heaven has an overpopulation like problem. Well, yeah, they've got every human being who's ever died. Yeah. So, divided by, I don't know, what percentage of people get into heaven. Spay and neuter your angels. Mm-hmm. Or if you're Mormon, they've only got like 300,000 people. Yeah. Well, there's, but there's like planets that are also full of people now. Oh, right. Based, oh, so for Scientologists? No. Mormons, if you're really good, you get your own planet to rule over. Is it more? Oh, really? But I yeah. thought Mormonism said that there's a set number of people that can go to heaven. Uh, Joe's Witnesses did, and it's 144,000. I don't uh, know if Mormons also follow then I'm suit. thinking, I get them all mixed up. Uh, they're similar in a lot of ways. <laughs> I follow all of them, so it's hard for me to keep track. They're all about a, a really smart yeah. white guy who decided to tell some people some stuff. Yeah, it's like I know what a good business model is. It's God, religion. I got this snake oil and <laughs> God. snake oil, hair tonic, and also God told me I have to have sex with all of your wives. Mm, okay, absolutely, <laughs> oh, that's incredible. Well, now that we're going down this path, I think an amazing game show would be like it. It'd be called, like, The Pearly Gates, and St. Peter was the host. Heaven or hell. (laughs) Heaven or hell. And you had to play some sort of game show to get in to heaven or hell. And it's, it's like... (laughs) It's not based on your morality at all. No, it's literally just (laughs) trivia questions. It's double dare. (laughs) Yeah, if you can find the flag in the goo, you get eternal salvation. If not... Guess what? Straight down the the, the slide of yeah, the, you, you get slimed, and then you go directly to hell, the, where you're tortured forever. The slime becomes burning hot lava. Yeah, <laughs> but you still get the take home, like the the home, the home version, version. <laughs> heaven, the home version. It's just a little harp and halo. There's all these people in hell, like pretending they're in heaven yeah. with their home game. They would most definitely bring back, like they always do the. Uh, the greatest champions version or the greatest uh-huh. losers version. Like every thousand second, years, second yeah. chance. Yeah. <laughs> Once again, you fail to find the flag in the goo in the giant ice cream sundae. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and then you realize, and then those people realize that was hell all along. Well, I mean, like, like having to, I was having to go back and play and lose in the exact same way every time. So really, it's purgatory is yeah. what you're now in. Yeah. 
Uh, <laughs> That's fucking interesting. Double dare his purgatory. <laughs> Mark Summers yeah. is just there, like washing his hands the whole time. <laughs> Summers is just a, is uh, another word for hell. Yeah, that's where Lost got the idea for Lost. Oh, nice <laughs> from Double Dare. From Double Dare, man. What like if when you're on Double Dare because it's your family and like you each have your each like a portion mm-hmm. again. Like there's these games that like uh, you have to rely on like loved ones. I feel like are. Wreckers, like <laughs> how many families were like Family Feud? Yeah, like family because like, it's you, right there in the name. At the mm-hmm. end of Double Dare, like if you make it to the end, you're not competing against anyone else except your family's own ineptitude. Mm-hmm. So yeah. like you like fucking crush your section. Uh, your daughter crushes the section, uh-huh. but your son just like can't get his act together, yeah. and you lose. And yeah, he like, can't put the thing together in order. <laughs> like oh, Legends of the Hidden Temple. Yeah, I was the thinking best. of the Shrine of the Silver Monkey, but no one could put that fucking monkey together. <laughs> it was impossible. You know what was also impossible was in Carmen San Diego. Yeah, like, if you got to the end of Where in the World Is Carmen San Diego, you would you had to like put uh, they would like call a state out. And you had to put, like, a uh, a post into, like, all 50 states as yeah. they were, like, calling mm-hmm. them out in, like, a minute. Yeah. It was the most insane... I think I never saw a kid do it. You know what was also impossible about that show? What? To not fall in love with Rockapella. That's oh, my true. God. They were... The loot. The warren. Do <laughs> <laughs> you guys see my tattoo? Your Rockapella Rock tattoo? tattoo? Yeah. Sick. <laughs> oh, I'm so jealous. I'll get a matching one, but I feel like that'd be gauche. Mm-hmm. Uh, now all I can think about is Rockapella. Well, and now you are too, listener. San Diego. Well, she went around the world from the butter to China. <laughs> she went to butter to China. She yeah, went from the buttermilk to China. Best <laughs> <laughs> way to do it. It's a galaxy, the buttermilk galaxy. It's mm-hmm. a cheaper, cheaper layover there. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for listening to Brown Bag with Ed, Tom, and Ruben. We, Sorry that our video feed shit itself this week. We're gonna get it right. We promise, because you guys, uh, you guys deserve are, it. Are worth it. Yeah. Like, Remember to subscribe to this podcast and welcome to Super Basement on Ed, Tom, and Ruben on iTunes. That was a very long sentence telling you how if, to subscribe. If you subscribe just to Ed, Tom, and Ruben, you get both. You get both. Two, two for the price of none. And we'll have well, a new welcome to Super Basement next week. Next oh yeah, week. we've got two, two in the can and tuna in the can too. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, let's see, follow the YouTube channel, go to edtomandruben.com, check us out. Bye. We, we love you. Yeah. Yeah.